Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got an heart. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. Hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. And it's guest time here at Jersey Ghouls headquarters. We're doing something a little bit different. Uh, You know that we are all about chatting with independent filmmakers and and artists within the horror community. Um, But this time we are going to be speaking with someone who is actually a student of film, um, not quite out to the real world yet, but still producing and creating some really, really awesome movies. Calvin Gerard, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Hi, Calvin, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm super excited because I love bringing on the young people. You guys keep me young and hip. Cool. I feel um, definitely very, very cool Gen Z. Oh my gosh. Do you feel I mean, like you're hanging out with your drunk aunts at like your Oh no, no, no. I <laughs> I mean what's more hip than horror, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we yeah. that's what we hope. Yeah. I do. I like that versus yeah, like we're the cool ants that like yep. well, you know, I'll get you a wine cooler. That's no problem. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna slip you a sweaty twenty. Don't worry, this will work out sure. well. <laughs> Uh, so yes, actually, um, at uh, Creature Feature Weekend in yeah. March, uh, obviously the ghouls were there. We had the booth, and Calvin came on up, and we just started to have a cool conversation. And when he mentioned that he was a student filmmaker, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Because uh, again, <laughs> we love tapping into what uh, independent artists are creating. So. Um, why don't you give us a little bit, Calvin, of your backstory about, um, you know, kind of the the beginnings of when you started to make films and projects? Because sure. I see on your YouTube channel, you've been doing this for nine years, and I'm not going to yeah. try to be an ageist, but you look a day <laughs> over 13. You're, you're a sweet baby angel. So hell, you've been doing this since you were like four, I don't know. But... Pretty much. Yeah, I would say um, around... Oh man, 2013. I think it was my friend Ian. He told me, he asked me like it was like early sophomore year. He said, "Hey, do you want to make a parody of Hunger Games where it was just us as like 15 different characters?" And then after that, we started thinking of like an original idea um for a movie which ended up being some murder mystery, but that was in 2013. And that's when we just had like an old family like I forget, like home recorder video yeah. or a camera, and we just took that out and we made movie basically every month and when I say movie I mean like some crappy 10-15 minute thing <laughs> where we'd force our parents to act in it and like yeah. at first we did a lot of like parodies um so we did like a Lord of the Rings parody we did a Terminator parody and Batman and one of my favorites like because I knew I wanted to do horror stuff we did Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. Um, so that one is very, very fun to go back and watch. Um, but yeah, since 2013, I've kind of been working at it. And I would say I'd be, I took it seriously around 2015 when I took a video production course in high school and met a really cool professor. And I made my first like legit movie, 
which was basically an homage to 80s slashers. Um, <laughs> it was called Blood Harvest. It was basically about these kids going to party at this abandoned farmhouse where, surprise, surprise, there was a uh, undead hick ready to <laughs> kill them all with his sickle, um, which is a character that I, you know, is basically kind of very much just like, oh, I wanted to like, just get this typical 80s, kind of like Mad Men Mars kind of inspired um then after 2015 I kind of gone up and down and then I took a little bit of a break and then I decided after the pandemic went away I went to Towson University where I had the opportunity to meet some incredible people and kind of work on the bigger projects that I'm extremely proud of now so always going to keep the horror roots and but trying to do some other stuff trying to branch out into other stuff now genre wise so that's kind of like a long short of what I've done so far <laughs> no that's awesome and first of all I love that your first experience was with a real like old carrot camcorder yeah, and you yeah. weren't like well I picked up my phone it made, <laughs> me feel, made me feel a little better about life and also <laughs> um I think it's interesting because you talk about like 80s and 90s the mm -hmm. way I talked about like 60s and early 70s oh, yeah. so it's like that cuckoo cuckoo of filmness yeah. where it's like he's homaging the stuff that we grew up with we homage yeah. the stuff our parents you know like it's yeah. just a weird but it's awesome and so um let's let's dive right into to some of your work yeah. that we actually got to look at if you don't okay, mind cool. and this is with uh your production company gridlock films then yeah. anybody out there definitely check them out um we watched your horror one druid mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yep my um, i directed it my um writer was sam conan a guy i met at towson who is a incredible guy to work with so didn't write this one but i was able to help direct it and make it you know get the vision out it had supernatural elements that mm -hmm. i don't know that again it's a it's a it's a short film it's under 10 minutes and yeah. in that amount of time so much happens and yeah. i don't know like i personally wasn't expecting it to go the way that it went mm -hmm. with kind of the supernatural like demonic element yeah um and like in that first moment when you see just like the back of the head of mm -hmm. you see a bald mm -hmm. guy and it's just like there's mm, something, <laughs> something wrong, wrong here something's real wrong here yeah. and then the way that the the ending the i don't i don't want to spoil it i want everyone yeah. to go watch these films but the way <laughs> that it ends Mm -hmm. um was definitely again not what I was expecting and Thank and it you. was really yeah. it was really well done I liked Thank I you. liked the way that it was shot and like I said I wasn't for that short amount of time I'm not very versed in short films Marissa is <laughs> yeah. is the short film guru on the show um but the few that I have watched um like I said that was it, it always really I appreciate the artistry of packing that much story into that yeah. short amount of time yeah he definitely because um, the way the class worked is everybody pitched a movie to the whole class. Um, and then the professor chose, basically she chose the the films that got greenlit and then paired everyone up themselves. I actually did pitch in a, a movie. It was going to be a remake of my Blood Harvest movie I've made. So it was going to be yes. a but the location wasn't available. So I had to take my take my horse out of the race. Um <laughs> But I got lucky because usually the writer is also the director, but um, Sam didn't want to direct. So he and I basically were hoping, you know, get to do a co-directing thing, which we did. And Druid was terrifying simply because this was the first time I actually had to work 
on a set directing a bunch of people who knew what they were doing. So like this is the first time where there are people in charge of the light, a group in charge of the audio, um, actual actors and auditioning, which was crazy. But it was <laughs> an experience that I think like I've been waiting to do for a while. And the whole thing, we shot it over two days, a Saturday and a Sunday. And it was just such a great experience to make that movie. Like so many stories that I could go into. <laughs> A lot of them are pretty spoiler heavy, but no, I got lucky working with Sam and uh, that really, really good script. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's being the very little access I've had to the industry. <laughs> you can fake it till you make it until you're sitting yeah. on set and staring at a bunch oh, of yeah. people who well know what they're doing and you're suddenly realizing you're bluffing your, your way out of every hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, so one thing I do, since I, I'm going to get a little technical here because it's yeah. rare that we have filmmakers on, yeah. Um, you're sitting in the director's chair, you know, what, what horror films are really driving your vision here? Cause I think Druid does have a very specific, I don't know. I get some, I get some yeah. homages to it. So what were you thinking? Oh yeah. Um, so before we even got to production, I know we, this script went through a couple of changes because at one point there was going to be a whole cult thing, but we were like, that's overdone kind of. To me, when I read the script, I got big seventies Italian horror vibes from it. And that came out more in the editing than it did anything else. One thing I wanted to play with, but we didn't play too much with it, um, was I was thinking more like classic Evil Dead and Ooh. have the Druid be more comical in a ways. Um, we didn't obviously we didn't go with that. <laughs> like that was an idea we toyed with. So those were kind of the bigger inspirations with, you know, because okay. we view well, I don't think we fully like Obviously, we only had like 10 minutes or so, so we didn't get to do too much of the lore of what the actual druid was. Um, but I viewed it more as like an evil dead type deadite mm -hmm. than like, mm -hmm. or like uh, anthropophagus or something like that. Not mm -hmm. like a full like demon, but like a mess, like it's just a messed up guy. <laughs> Why is he there? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say like tonally, I think the 70s. Italian horror vibe especially when we got the location and we walked through it and I said yeah okay <laughs> this is the vibe I'm getting from this place <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's no terrible. I almost felt like there was like a noir like the way like you're still your lighting and you're you yeah. know felt very like neo-noir so I can go yeah. giallo I like that oh, yeah. <laughs> and so for your project in 2023 we shift gears we shift genre oh. uh mm -hmm. to a much more personal story oh yeah yeah, big time. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stand it a little bit. I fucking loved this, dude. This was oh, really well done. This was, yeah, Thank this you. was definitely one of those, especially you know. And again, I don't want to spoil anything, but that yeah. the little end credit photo pops up and oh, like yeah. yeah, like warms the cockles of your heart. <laughs> and it just oh, yeah, you know, this was such a sweet. Thank you. This was just such like a refreshing, sweet story. Thank you. You know, having judged for a lot of film festivals, I I think. I have like a fucking Grinch-esque uh, attack when I re when I watch a, a short yeah. film. Like I will sit there like a curmudgeon bitch ready to like, you know. And I, I went into this, your, your film and I'm like, of one zone. All right, Virginia Woolf, you know, like already guns blazing. <laughs> I gotta tell you, in the short amount of time, I was so emotionally tethered to, to the protagonist and my heart was so fucking along for that journey that it was just such a testament to like both the writing, the acting, everything just like chef's kiss beautiful piece like truly truly great work that, um that, that means a lot i was because druid came out december 2022 and i started working on that script around then 
Because the way the school works is that Druid came out with a class they called Film 2, which is like the preparation class. Um, mm-hmm. But I knew I was taking the big class everyone takes is uh, Film 3, the seminar narrative film. And that's the class, like, once it gets going, rumors and everything spread around the school. And it's like, if you're wow. greenlit, it's like a big deal. And I'm like, I know I want to make the movie I made. Yeah. Um, I think it got, at the end, I think I got to like, eight drafts something like that and wow. like it changed a lot I remember the third draft I thought I liked it and then read it the next day and I said this sucks yeah. <laughs> gotta <laughs> love those mornings yeah no the big thing about of one's own before I get like more into it that I got extremely lucky with is um we get to basically choose who our team is and um my cinematographer um, Alberto and my producer Solomon are basically family now like oh, those two like uh that bonding experience making this movie with these guys is something I'll never forget I'm working with them now still um so I can't think of that movie without thinking of working with those two guys because it was absolutely an incredible experience um and definitely something I'm never gonna forget because Aww. we got to shoot in a drag in a in a gay bar <laughs> and we got a drag queen to be in the movie which yeah. is insane to me still I, um, that's amazing yeah the whole experience of the movie is insanely it's just insane thinking back on it especially when I remember thinking of this idea and realizing holy shit this is basically this is such this is the most personal thing I've made yet I was like, the biggest fear I had was like, if they don't like it, then they probably, oh my God. If they being the audience, then it's like, right. me, but uh, everything with the movie, I got lucky. I re- like, <laughs> even the professor said it at one point, he said, damn, you guys are so lucky. Because <laughs> we at one point didn't have a location. We were low on auditions for actors. Um, and then I think it was over the like, spring break, my producer Solomon found us the bar. And then our audition started hitting and we found uh, Grant, Sharini, and Chucky, who are the uh, main character is Grant and then Chucky's the love interest. And then it started blossoming from there and we found everybody else. And like the way everything came together was actually insane how lucky we got. And then just being on set, we, fu- we shot three days. One day was a 12 hour day. One day was an 11 hour day. Um, but it was just, it's one of those things where it's like, I look back and it's not something I'm going to forget. And I don't think ever. No, it's, it's, it's an amazing, it's a, it's a beautiful piece. I, Thank I you. even laugh like at, even like your, you know, like it, I had myself. So I'm again, trying to avoid spoilers because I do think yeah. it's beautiful to watch, but looking at like the person who in my head the old guy at the bar who's the real yeah. villain because I've never wanted to kill someone worse and like yeah. like I'm like ready to like literally like the room on fire yeah and again to have that much of an emotional roller coaster in such a short film I think speaks yeah. so highly Thank to you. the story being told and and just the person like you were you know obviously uh, you know you wonder you're like all right how much of this is mirrors real life and mm-hmm. the theme transcends I think even the beautiful and so important uh you know message and like you know lgbtq positive imagery and everything but like the theme itself of just like truly finding your own self and be and like just is so poignant and beautiful and i just i don't know man like i'm gonna go i'm done gushing i promise but i was <laughs> i was really floored at how great it Thank is you. i really really appreciate that funny story yeah. about the um actor that played the villain <laughs> um, my professor put me in contact with him and it was the week before the creature feature weekend 
or like the day before we went on spring break, which was before the weekend, he was there at the Creature Feature weekend promoting no a short film. So like I walked in and oh, I'll be completely transparent. I was pretty drunk. <laughs> I was I was what? a little bit tipsy, right? So and I walk in and I'm talking to these guys about their movie and I'm talking. Uh, his name's Donald, by the way, Donald. I'm one. He's such an amazing actor, and I'm talking to him and he goes, "Yeah, I have an audition next Friday for this piece with this guy named Jack something." I said, "Jack Gerard, that's me." And it was just this moment we clicked. We're like, "Holy shit! What a that's small awesome. world!" <laughs> but yeah working with donald was very very fun and then later i learned because he followed me on facebook um a lot of his bts photos that he's taken he's worked on westerns and then it clicked with me because i saw a moment when he was standing um on our set when we were at the bar and i think we were setting up the drag queen shots <laughs> he was just standing there just kind of looking around with like there's a like look in his eyes like he was on a different planet and i said you're all right donald <laughs> and he said yeah I'm just taking everything in and like Aww. another testament to him is just I'm I, I, I it's not a spoiler no. so my, one of my favorite shots which I feel like I had to do it and there was it, it was just had to do, be done but the shot we get panning the, the shining shot of Donald mm-hmm. sitting there at the red light that was like we got that at like 2 a.m everyone was tired and then I was the one like I was ready I'm like this is gonna be the shot <laughs> and Aww. it was just such a good idea it's such a great shot it. it's important yeah yeah but um you know Donald was such a pleasure to work with um Aww. and then he's man he's he's doing a whole bunch I think he's doing a tv show now so it's like it was weird working okay. with him and the other actors because everyone was like professional <laughs> it was yeah. like my first time dealing with professional actors yeah like, like it's not just your friends or siblings <laughs> yeah. or cousins being like hey read this yeah. line do this thing yeah no this is like you're on now <laughs> yeah i i really did to appreciate the uh the the clever writing because uh at the the scene when uh the main character james mm-hmm. is talking about his love of horror movies and he starts rattling off horror movies yeah. and druid was one of the ones he mentioned and i was like oh i see what yeah. you're doing i, remember, I thought I was that sitting, was very clever yeah i was sitting right across from him and i had like a couple a list of like movies that we would name and standing behind the camera was sam who wrote druid and i said hey sam watch this and i said hey can you list druid for me he said yep so was like, that was like a last minute change, but I remember we had a whole list of like, or I had a whole list in my mind of like what movies to say. So I'm like, one, it's fun to name certain movies. And I'm like, two, I'm like, do I name movies that the character would name? Because I think I cut it, but he says like Juan the Grudge and like some Japanese mm-hmm. inspired anime because he's a weeb. But, yeah, we have a couple of takes with a couple of different movies, but Drew would definitely had to make it. That was clever, very, very. Clever. Thank you. Uh, yeah, writing is writing's difficult, but I was very glad to. I'm very glad the comedy landed where it did because that was my big fear was like, if it's not like because parts of it are supposed to be very, very funny, and I'm very glad that it worked. No, off. they hit. Yeah, they really awesome. Do. Awesome. Yeah, even like the getting ready montage made me chuckle like there were so many adorably like you know just yeah I I don't know I just felt so akin to this like character as he went through this journey yeah I love I loved that moment of uh, the getting ready moment Yeah, yeah that was that was very sweet to be like you know you're gonna put on this you know put on a shiny shirt yeah. 
you know, I'm going to be who I think you want me to be. And yeah, I love, exactly. I love, like I said, the, and again, it's a movie that's about 15 minutes, uh, maybe a yeah. little bit more, um, yeah. roughly around yeah. there. Something like that. And again, you get so much story. There's a character arc. There's so much heart in under 20 minutes. It really, really it, it really did. It really came off so well. Thank you. One story that came to mind real quick. So with the makeup, I know I wanted it to be a lot, but I didn't know what. And I got lucky to find a makeup artist who goes to Towson. His name's Logan. And I remember I was talking like, what do we do? And one of the funniest <laughs> things I think, when I think about it, it was really, really funny. And I'm like, what do we want to do? And he goes, what about glitter on the inside of the eyes? And I'm like, oh yeah, we can do that. And he goes, well, gays love it. And I said, well, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing I'm kind of interested in in, in this yeah. moment is how, so you're like, would you consider yourself someone who's gravitating towards horror? Are you kind of not really sure where you're going to land? I definitely want to get back to horror very soon. Cause the last yeah. time I made, I mean, I made, I directed Druid, but I want to write another horror movie and make it. Cause that's that's it's my favorite genre. <laughs> by, okay, awesome. By far, I love horror. I grew up on horror, so I definitely want to keep working on doing another horror one. Um, I still kind of battle with doing a better Jacob Sh- uh, Blood Harvest movie, but yeah, I'm gonna stick with horror probably as my main genre. But I like playing around in other genres just to see what I can do in those in the other atmospheres, I guess. Yeah, no, the, I like that. Well, that's a good answer. We would actually just end the podcast if you didn't say horror. So. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Like, well, just thanks anyway. Hey, you gotta play it up a little nothing. bit. No, just totally JK. Okay, so how do you envision then? Because I think what what I admire Marissa's perfect world. I want to see the the guy who gave me Druid, but also the heart and the guy who gave me of one toad. How do you yeah. how do you see these two? kind of genres or how do you see as we you know I mean heck we're in pride month right like as we're gearing towards a better more evolved cinema when it comes to you know marginalized voices how do you see yourself kind of being like the pioneer of all this mixing together yeah so one thing um a few movies have done it okay so far and Mm, like agreed I am not I I kind of did it with of one's own but like a lot of movies with gay characters make their sexuality there at the movie which is what i did with of one's own um i think a big leap forward that we need to do is just people have you know have these characters exist but that not be the story and that's something i've played with with a few ideas in my head it just just so happened to be like oh like say take a friday 13th um be like oh i'm going like start it off and be like oh see someone get kidnapped it's a guy just so happened to be, oh, that's my boyfriend. I'm going to go find him. Little things like that, I think I would like to see more and try to incorporate in my own stuff. Um, that way it's not a big blaring, like, oh, he's gay. That's the story. Or he's gay. That's the joke. Um, and I totally I, get it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. like, I mean, like, with, with of one's own, I mean, it was, that was the story. You know, yeah. it's like, that's, yeah. it, that was so much <laughs> of the story that, but yeah, I we actually just had this conversation on on another episode about okay. you know when at some point <clears throat> we can get in cinema where the you know it's you know somebody in the LGBTQ plus yeah. community or it's a person of color or a marginalized yeah. voice where they just exist in that world and mm-hmm. their character is separate from their yeah. sexuality. Yeah, I think a big thing too is um, people that write those stories 
aren't from that group. So the best thing they know to do is like take the stereotype or stuff they've seen before and just rehash it or try their own version. And I think if we just need more behind the scenes, like representation, like, or just letting, letting someone who, who's from a community, from the culture, have say on Great. what's shown on film, whether it's just for a joke or whatever. If it's just for a joke, at least make it like tasteful. <laughs> no, totally agree. Yeah. And I, I'd like to think we're moving towards that in some oh, yeah. way, shape, or form. Yeah. I, I feel like it's weird because I, I thought of this, the new Scream movies because it was really mm-hmm. nice to see Latina women on the screen and it yeah. wasn't like, we're Latina and that's a big plot point. But, on, yeah. you know, it's so funny because there's the part of me that's, you know, wants to check that at the door and is so excited to see women and, and women of yeah. color. But then, and then, like, I don't know, I always wind up reverting back to maybe unfairly putting, like, the burden on us <laughs> to, to do, like, because in, in the new screams, when I thought one of them could be the killer, I was like, oh, great, make the crazy Latino woman the killer, that's so lame, <laughs> and I was like, Marissa, what are you doing, you're celebrating the fact that the fact that she's a virtual <laughs> killer is not a plot point, and that's where I land on all this, and again, yeah. like, I, I, I'm with you, right, I'm right there with you, I dream of that day, but I still think we have so much work to do, and I don't know oh, how to reconcile that in my head, yeah. I think yeah, one of the but... best examples lately was probably the new the TV show Chucky. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I think they did a really yeah, good job yeah. with that. Beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was that's the that's the best one I can think recently. I um, agree. I always say that normal childhood. Yeah, like Anna and the Apocalypse. There's I a character, do. there's there's a character. She mentions her girlfriend a couple times and trying to get to her girlfriend, and it's it's just that it's it's yeah, a mention in passing yeah, as any straight character it. would say like oh my boyfriend yeah. my girlfriend yeah she's she's talking about about her girlfriend and it's just yeah. not it's not a plot point at all that she is a queer character like it's yeah. just yeah my girlfriend blah 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 so yeah, yeah that's that's the one that I always think of where it's just okay, cool. that's what we need where it yeah. is just just simple yeah it, it their sexuality has nothing to do with you know the plot being driven because that's not yeah. what this movie's about this movie is about yeah. zombies so <laughs> this movie's yeah. about slit killing and that's what i want <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're eat by zombies you're gonna sing a little song yeah no if you, you haven't seen out of the apocalypse it's it is it is prime christmas horror Okay, cool, cool. Spoken by two huge fans of 80s horror. So I'm going to put a little <laughs> asterisk on this. So I'll be that maybe our horror really has warped our minds, y'all. It is. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, though? Uh, it sounds like, Calvin, you you enjoy 80s horror as well. Big time. Big yeah. time. Would you, what would you say, like, what was the movie that, like, got you in? That, that so, brought you into the genre? There's two. There's one that got me into the genre in terms of like making movies. And then there's one that got me just into the genre as a whole. So when I was a very young, young baby, I remember my dad showing me Jason X. And so that's <laughs> probably my, yeah, that's probably my earliest memory of watching a horror movie. Oh, and, I there and I'm like, yeah, this is fun because the scene where, um, they put him in like the virtual space this and he's the sleeping bag, yeah. Yeah, the sleeping so bag scene. but oh. but yeah that, i think also that's why i have a sweet spot for jason as a whole <laughs> as <laughs> probably my favorite of the slashers maybe oh my goodness i could, be, I could change day to day um uh, you found of, a spirit animal in jackie that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> i always fight between either jason or uh leatherface i don't know what it is oh, i just nice. i think it's just because the original texas Chainsaw massacre is terrifying to me 
truly yeah truly which side 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 story i remember when me and my boyfriend started dating i said oh let's put on a movie and it was that night (laughs) on texas chainsaw i'm here terrified he falls asleep i'm like how can you fall asleep you're a psychopath (laughs) you're like let's watch this for fun (laughs) yeah it's like no. I put on I put on The Exorcist as like background movie while I'm cleaning. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a wonderful just, movie. This is my little background noise. <laughs> and then right, I would say, yeah, I would say oh, the yeah. movie that got me to the horror movie that got me into wanting to make horror movies was Psycho, which nice. Oh, yeah, I, I Hitchcock. <laughs> he, it's a good really answer. Cool. It's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. good answer. Psycho is one of my top three movies of all time for sure. I just um I got really excited. I don't know if you've checked it out yet, but on Shutter there's a, a series. It's called Prayer for Horror. No. And oh my god! And there's a whole episode about like uh, about Hitchcock and about all of the cool. like queer coding that went right over my head. <laughs> when I was thinking that like and it's so many of these films I haven't watched since film school. Yeah. And I am now like because obs- like I you know scumbag in real life Hitchcock, but man am I fascinated <laughs> oh, by not yeah. only the possibility of some sexuality issues but how many of the characters are like oh, yeah. super coded and <laughs> outright and now it's delicious and i can't wait to go and if you oh, yeah. seriously guys if you're if you haven't checked it out yet queer for horror on shutter i think it's there's cool. like six episodes okay so cool. good makes cool. you really like went over my film school head so <laughs> they're so much better at it though um <laughs> Yeah, Hitchcock Psycho is brilliant. I agree. It's one of those films that made me fall in love with filmmaking as an art, you know? Really, really good movie. All right. So you have to choose one horror movie villain to be your roommate for a year. Okay. Who do you choose and why? Okay. Anybody. Hmm. So it has to be the villain, right? It has to be like a bad guy killer slasher. Okay. I have a really weird explanation. I'm going to go with John Kramer. Okay. Because... One, we never see him at his own home. He's always out at the warehouse. So I feel like free time would be a lot. And I feel like with that free time, I'd be like, hey, bring home some food. Yeah. And like, if things get broke, instead of dealing with a landlord, or if we, or something goes broke, or have to be like, hey, get to it. Yeah. To it, all right, Calvin. It's all funny games until you want some uh, cinnamon toast crunch. And he's like, Calvin. You watch your yeah. cereal. I am a game. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I'm like, well, and here come the games. Yeah. Here come the games. Seriously, you ain't get, you ain't get your peanut butter, motherfucker. That's yeah. he's gonna be, he's gonna be super passive aggressive because you left dishes. Oh, in the sink. and you know he's gonna be so <laughs> shitty. Like anytime you like forget to flush, you're gonna be like, fuck, is this the time where he finally thinks I deserve a fucking trap? Like anytime you do anything shitty, he'll be there. To super paranoid all the yeah. time. <laughs> be like, or oh my god, he comes man. back to the home. And he's super tired. He just doesn't have the energy yeah. for it. That's true. He's an old man. Like he is. He's going to watch Wheel of Fortune and he's going to go to bed. And you'll have the whole night to yourself. <laughs> good oh, answer. Dude. A ballsy answer, but a good answer. And yeah. I feel like he'd so, be safe too. Like, no one could get in that front door. That'd be one hell of a trap. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He's protecting his home. So yeah. you're like kind of. We, we have our own back door entrance, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm ready for the moral judgment. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I'd last a week before he's got me in a fucking trap. Like, literally, I know I'm an asshole of a human being. I get it. Comes home one day, he's like, hey, did you go to work? Nah, I stayed home. And that's it. You're done. Yeah. You're Chris, the- you yeah. called out sick today? You don't look sick. <laughs> Marissa, you call out as mental health days all the time. Your students cry alone in their room. Um, false. They love it when I'm not sick. Um, that's a good one. Jackie, do you have a, a, a roommate of the year? We haven't asked this one in a while 
Wow. Uh, the last time we asked this, yeah, it was a while ago. I think I answered Chucky um as as my last i think i want to i think i'm gonna stick with chucky i you know i just i just feel like he's he's fun we both enjoy 80s horror so i just i feel like me and chucky would have a really good time i forget if i picked but like real life i'm gonna get sick of the roommate in a year and want to switch hands (laughs) so i think let's see this year i'm feeling sassy i think you know i think i'm gonna go pinhead this year oh because yeah i think we're gonna go to the bathroom find a whole bunch of pins yeah i was like it's a little it's gonna be a little messy but okay (laughs) this is hot girl hellraiser summer i don't give a fuck (laughs) like i think it's gonna i think after a long while i'm ready for some chaos in my life so fuck it i think we'll have a good time uh me the cenobites i might get weird i don't know might wind up a little snm who knows you know what (laughs) can i change my answer who are you coming with me (laughs) purely aesthetically slightly sexual can i have nick cage's dracula can i please have nick cage's dracula (laughs) nick cage Cage answer throws everything out the window nick cage's dracula my roommate (laughs) slash bedmate slash undead lover lestat and louis (laughs) (laughs) i'll be in that sandwich real quick If we're gonna go wild, this dream roommates, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, hey, technically, I mean, he's a horror villain. I'm not. Yeah. Going so outside the rules. I yeah. followed your your strict guidelines. Thank and you. you know what? You're right. I'm just now saying that it's gonna be one of those nights where, like, you know, I come home from work. He just wakes up. I'm gonna make us dinner. He puts on a little music, and then suddenly we're having fun. We're laughing, and then oops, we kiss. And you know. It's, <laughs> And it's with Nick Cage. That's just it you might know, be Dracula. Like, you know, Dracula, that's a little risk you have to take. If I have, to, you know what? I was gonna say if I have to be the bride of Dracula to anybody, <laughs> but I can't. It's so hard to say that when Gary Oldman has been Dracula, because I want to be his bride of Dracula. Mm. But Not then, now though, he's, he's really old, Jackie. That's he's okay. Have, I love Gary Oldman, but those are some old balls that we're talking. About. <laughs> I, mean... I love. How far behind is Nick Cage, though? Yeah, Nick Cage isn't that far from him either. I'll take my old man. I'll take my... You know I love Tom Atkins, too. You know, I love Tom Atkins. I'm here for all my old men. I'm here for all of my old men. You know, we talk a big game about Tom Atkins, but I gotta be honest with you, just between the three of us, just us, I'm not really here for it in that level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like I'll that. enjoy him from afar, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, like definitely. I love keep I'll wear my I'll F Tom Atkins shirt, but I'm, I'm bluffing, y'all. I'm bluffing. Yeah. I just hope nobody calls that bluff. like really like i just want like a little like one of them little like one-armed hugs like i'll take a one-armed hug from tom you know what i'll take yeah i'll take a werther's original and we can watch wheel of fortune (laughs) and then because that's about all i think i can handle with tom and we can have a laugh and call it a night yeah Um, oh my god that's amazing yeah (laughs) i will forever change my answer now to louis and list by the way just (laughs) just because i got um all right you have 15 (laughs) seconds you were getting shipped to the deserted island. Which horror movie do you grab off the shelf to take with you? Oh, and it's got to be like one of those ones that's like right there for you. And it's okay if you don't have real media like us old people. Yeah. But <laughs> like, which movie are you downloading? <laughs> I feel like my mind goes right to The Shining. I don't yeah, you know got to trust your instincts on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, my solid like Shining one. or Halloween. Ooh, both really I think, respectable. Yeah, Shining. I just think because. If you're if I'm on an island and I'm watching Shining, I could really get into the conspiracy theories of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> when you can just keep watching it over and over again. And yeah, 
try to figure yeah, out which way the what is it the which way the Native American on the can of <laughs> corn is pointing in this direction yeah. and it means this yeah. the bullshit oh, because God. because <laughs> the, the space the it was it was he, it was fake it was he made a yeah. good space because <laughs> you'd be on the island you would just tumble down the <laughs> you know like that's so brilliant dude that's such a good answer uh Jackie Monster Squad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can watch it okay. all day, every day. It's yeah, that is that I, I watch that like on a monthly basis. That's another one. Yeah. That's a put it on in the background constantly. All right. What do you got, Riss? Return of Living Dead. I mean, yeah. I'm not going. You know, I know that as like the academic, the, the like film person, I should say something classy <laughs> like Hitchcock, but let's be honest. Linnea Quigley's gonna get me through any crisis I need, you know, like handling. So that's what's gonna happen. She's gonna be the, like my like my mirage anyway. So it's yeah. Yeah. when I hallucinate, in. I hallucinate Linnea Quigley. So that's you not need a that T-shirt, Jackie. Uh, Calvin, thank you again oh, so course. so much for taking the time to come chat with us. Uh, so where where can we find you on? Facebook, yeah. Instagram, like where where, so, where are we gonna where are we gonna go to find you and see all your upcoming projects? Yeah, so for the actual thing, actual like movies and projects on YouTube, it is Gridlock Films. Um, same thing on Instagram. I think it's Gridlock underscore Films, if I'm not incorrect. Yeah, it's Gridlock underscore Films. Those are the main places where I post. Um, if Gridlock Films doesn't, if that kind of gets quiet, then my my main account, which is just Jack Calvin 65 on Instagram. I post basically everything there and share it out from there. And now did no. you graduate from college or you've got you've got more time at school? So I actually have one semester left. Um, and the cool thing about that is I'm gonna be a teacher's assistant for the film two project or film two class where I made Druid. So I'm basically gonna be helping a whole bunch of people in that class make the movies they want. So I get to do that and then I graduate in December. Very cool. Amazing. Will there be another film project in between now and then? Or are you mostly focusing on TA? Um, I'll be TAing. Um, I know a lot of people going into the film three class. Um, and if I'm lucky enough, I get to work with them just on whatever role they need me in. So nothing from me directly will be released soonish, maybe. But I'll be working on a lot of projects. I think I'm. I, oh, I am producing a movie for uh, my friend Alberto. I think we're planning to get that out in August. It's going to be like a basically kind of like a coming of age movie. Um, three different stories about uh, a family just trying to get to the next step of their life. That's as much as I think I can say. Sure. <laughs> no, that's cool. And like I said, we will have all of the social media links listed in the show notes. So yeah, everybody check them out and subscribe and like yep. and follow. And then you will be able to keep up on all of your shenanigans. Yes, and don't forget you. that by being on the show, you are now legally bound to after you win your first Oscar, you have to come to Jersey Bulls. Oh, I, I don't know if you did. I don't know if you saw that the fight eight, but we. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back whenever. I'm ready to talk more every time. Perfect. <laughs> well, that no, thank you awesome. so much for joining us. Thank you. Was, this was really, really fun. I really liked the roommate question. I wasn't ready for it, but I nailed it. <laughs> you did. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. We hope you have enjoyed the talk again. Please check out Calvin. Check out Gridlock Films and all of the fun things they've got going on over there. And don't forget to check us out on social media and your favorite podcasting app. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you will find us there. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 